Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Nostalgic Therapy Podcast. Uh, this week, we have a I have a very special co-host with me. Uh, <laughs> it is a, um, okay. We're gonna be serious. Uh, it is none other than my husband Drew. So, uh, hello and welcome. Thanks for having me. Okay, so uh, it is a constant conversation of sports in our household, pretty much on the daily. Um, And I know that we just had, we're kind of in basketball season right now, and we just had the All-Star Weekend. Um, We just had, uh, or I guess March Madness is about to begin, hasn't started yet. Um, And we just had the Kobe statue unveiling. So there is... There are so many iconic players as well as iconic basketball moments. So while we could make this episode into, gosh, probably a four hour long one, we will spare you all. And so today we're just going to kind of talk about one important person and uh, that would be none other than Kobe Bryant. How do you, how do you feel about Kobe (laughs) Well, being born and raised in Phoenix, uh, I'm, a, I'm a Suns fan, die hard. So uh, in the prime of his career, wasn't the biggest fan because he continued to kill us. And um, I think we all, every die hard Phoenix Suns fan has felt that way. <laughs> yes, there's many moments in his career that we can look back on um, that were not appreciated in the moment. <laughs> yes. Um, And it is crazy that I guess maybe I just didn't, I think I just have no concept of time because um, when I was looking up some facts about him, his career, his whole basketball career was from 1996 through 2016. And yeah, I don't know. I just also remember in my household, we were not the biggest Kobe Bryant fans, um, but you know, he still had so many career highlights and um, you know, was such an iconic player with his Mamba mentality. And that is one thing that I know my mom instilled in my brother and I was the Mamba mentality. Um, yeah, he has a lot of achievements that he has accomplished. No question. I mean, there's a lot that come to mind. Uh, 81 against the Raptors, 81 points. That's crazy to think about. I know Booker did a good job against the Celtics a couple years back, but didn't get that mark. Um, you know, one of the big things, averaging 40 points February of 2003, I believe. 40 points for the entire month. That's crazy that to think crazy. about. Considering at least that nowadays, um, some players can't even manage to get 10 points. So, But <laughs> I think that can be another conversation or at least that is a constant conversation that again is had in our household on the daily i didn't play any professional (laughs) sports but watching the game today compared to back back in the day with kobe um, nash jordan the bulls all those uh the effort you could say is not there some people would say soft uh, you know, this weekend, last weekend was the all-star game and probably one of the worst games I've ever watched. 
Yeah, I mean, the fact that they also got up to 200 points, one is just absolutely bonkers, but um, I know the All-Star game is supposed to be fun and lighthearted, but there, yeah, was just an overall lack of passion, maybe, which I know is something that Kobe, I think, definitely tried to constantly bring to the table. In fact, he even, um, did you know he won an Academy Award for his Dear Basketball? I did. That was that was pretty awesome. He uh, definitely branched out post-NBA career into a lot of a lot of different things, and that was one of the um, one of the shorts that I remember uh, he did get that award for. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, he has won an Academy Award in 2017. He has a total of five NBA championships, um, all for the Lakers. Which I never realized that he actually had his whole career with the Lakers. Again, I wasn't the biggest fan of him, maybe at t- certain times, but. Um, you know, I was more Steve Nash and Team Sons. Um, and he also has two Olympic gold medals as well. He was a dunk champion too. Oh, yeah. He had dunk champion, which if we're going to go back to the All-Star, the gentleman who won the dunk contest, he was amazing and I don't know why he's not in the actual NBA. He's a G Leaguer. Two two years in a row he's won it now. Yeah. White boy got hops. <laughs> Represent us, boy. <laughs> okay, so, um, so yeah, so I mean, we're just gonna kind of. Are there any other iconic Kobe moments, or just in general? I mean, again, he had twenty years of basketball, and I know you have always loved the sport of basketball. Um, yeah, I'm just a sports fan in general, but. Um, yeah, no, NBA back in the day was uh, in its prime for sure. There's many moments you can think about. Um, you got, you know, 2006 uh, Western Conference quarterfinals against the Suns. Uh, him and Raja Bell just going back and forth. Uh, his game one winner against the Suns was a killer. And I believe next game or two games down the road... Raja Bell responded with a nice clothesline that, you know, is an iconic moment in NBA's uh, postseason, you would say. Uh, you got the uh, moment when uh, the ball flinched, you know. Uh, or what is, you mentioned one um, when we were kind of talking about some stuff last night, um, when... He not necessarily got into a fight with one of the players, but definitely came back after halftime and, uh, um, like, crushed it. No? I mean, yeah. <laughs> there's many games he's done that. Uh, no, nah, I, I mean, there's a lot of moments. Um, even, you know, you can think back uh, 2007. You could say that the prime of his career, maybe. Um he had four straight games of 50-plus points by himself. That's, hard, like, unbelievable. Yeah. And then he also outscored the Dallas Mavericks by himself. The entire team. Wow. Sixty. He had 62, and they had 61 as a team. So, I mean, that... that That's what you call hustle. <laughs> you, you won't see that again in our game. And especially to have a career with all just one team. Um, that in itself, I know in, in the 
middle there, he did request a trade, but they were able to work it out and keep him on the team and um, only strengthen his legacy. Did um, another thing that I remembered when I was doing some research on Kobe, did you know he um, tried to have a rap career? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, I did. I did know that. Did not buy the album. No. Uh, I believe Shaq did as well. Iconic duo, those two, but... Yeah, I was uh, was aware of the rap, <laughs> the rap career. I'm trying to look up that information because he was, you know, signed to a label at one point, um, and has a couple has had a couple of features on some other songs. I think he did him and Shaq, I believe, did a collaboration. <clears throat> excuse me, on one of the songs. Um, but uh, that was something that I had to reread probably three times because I was so confused and just in awe of what? <laughs> I did not know that's how. Before basketball really kind of took off is where in high school he had formed this little rap group and they got signed. Okay, so um, so I know you guys listening cannot see us, but we are actually sitting in what I like to kind of call our sports room because um, Drew is very much a collector of sports memorabilia. But as I'm looking around, we actually don't have hardly anything, if anything, basketball related. Why is that? <laughs> uh, that's a good point. I don't know. That's a... Uh... It's kind of accumulated a lot of sports memorabilia over my uh, uh, involved in a lot of different charities. Uh, I think one I did this last charity, I tried to get a Devin Booker signed ball, but I was outbid by that one. So um, I don't know. We're going to have to do something about that, I think. <laughs> yeah. There's a, we have a lot of baseball, some hockey, <clears throat> hockey. Little football. There's a boxing glove up there. Got your Larry Fitzgerald helmet and and jersey, framed yeah. jersey too. Got a Mike Tyson uh, signed glove. But yeah, no NBA stuff. We're gonna have to do something about that one. Definitely. Um. Okay. Well, is there anything else you would like to add to our little Kobe um, discussion? Just thanks for the memories. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he just also had the unveiling of his statue, um, which uh, I loved his wife, Vanessa's speech about how he had picked it for. He's had that pose picked out for years, so if you don't like it, tough shit. <laughs> One of three statues, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Have they unveiled all three of them, or is it just no, the one? just the one so far. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's a really cool thing to, we'll have to go out and check it out. Um, but I think it's a really cool concept how Vanessa made sure that, um, you know, he added, he obviously had his daughters tattooed on his arm. Um, so to add in the ones that were not yet tattooed on him, which I believe was just the latest, the last one that was born. Um, but also to add in the little QR code that you can scan it with your phone and watch all of his highlights. I think that is super cool and just really well thought out the whole thing. Yeah. And shout out to her for always being there with him. I know there was point in the career 
um, where some allegations came out, and she stuck by him even through that, thick and thin, and uh, um, the fact that she's fighting to keep his legacy going and grow that and still impact the community in the way that he always did was, uh, shout out to her, good. Yeah, because he was super big on nonprofits, and um, I forget the name of the organization that he was kind of the main either founder for or ambassador, but he was always really big at giving back to the community. And yeah, I think that that is also amazing that Vanessa is continuing to do the same thing. And even his other daughters too, or at least Natalia, who is the older, oldest one. Um, but yeah, that's really awesome. So, all right. Well, at the end of each episode, um, I have not quite figured out what I should name it. Maybe I'll, if you're following on my Instagram, for nostalgic therapy, I will maybe put a little drop box to see what we can call this little either rapid fire questions or throwback, uh, throwback questions. I don't know. But um, last week when I had Monique on, I asked her a couple of questions. And so now I'm going to ask you some same, some different. Um, so are you ready? Let's go for it. <laughs> All right. So the first question is, who is your all-time favorite basketball player? It can be from any time. Obviously, MJ. Yeah. Yeah, he can be a whole episode on his own. <laughs> yeah, there's no topping Jordan. I mean, there's the argument with uh, MJ, Kobe, LeBron. Um, obviously, different areas for all of them. But MJ is my childhood uh Definitely the man. The icon, the legend. Um, yeah, he's definitely an OG <clears throat> basketball player. Um, okay, next question. What was the first CD you ever bought? Uh, that I ever bought? Oh, yes. I don't know that one. Um, I remember acquiring Kiss by the Rose because my brother's... <laughs> Bought the old school, you buy like 10 CDs from the paper and you mm. send it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was one CD I remember um, acquiring from one of my brothers. <laughs> all right, all right, we'll, we'll take it, we'll take it. <laughs> um, and I forgot to say, I asked that question, same question to Monique last week. And I realized I never mentioned what my, fa- my first CD was. And I... I believe mine was NSYNC's No String Attached. And I think I remember buying it with like my hard earned money from, you know, doing yard work, doing, you know, little chores that your parents will pay you to do around the house. (laughs) That sounds about right. (laughs) Um, Okay, next question. Um, So kind of on that note, I need to know, which I'm pretty sure I do, but were you team NSYNC or team Backstreet Boys? Neither. <laughs> did you have a favorite boy band? <laughs> Definitely not. Or was it, um, did you have a favorite girl group? <laughs> there was like the Spice Girls. Um, Dream, I think, was another one. Nope. 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 You just... <laughs> I think uh, my the biggest kind of music person I ever followed was... Uh, you know, good old JT, Justin Timberlake, or uh, Usher. Yeah. Usher's an icon, too. Well, since you said JT, I'll take that as a team in sync. <laughs> Negative. 
Okay, and then the last question, because again, I think we talk about this somewhat regularly too, but what was your favorite throwback, either candy, snack, something that you either can't find on the market now, it's incredibly hard to find, or that they still make? Old school candy? Um, It's a good question. I'm here to ask the hard-hitting questions. I mean, I'm a big Cowtel fan. Uh, That you are. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of... Or Grandma's old orange slices. I love those orange slices. Oh, the gummy orange slices? Yeah, those are... Yep. Yeah. It's a... Maybe the old school cigarette, the chalk candy cigarettes, because that was the cool thing, you know, all, all oh the kids who actually smoke cigarettes. <laughs> oh my gosh, that. They were tasteless. They were terrible. I don't know. I don't think my parents allowed us to have those, <laughs> but then again, it's my parents, so <laughs> we, uh, that's where it's not this kind of podcast, so <laughs> I know I said that this is like a nostalgic therapy but um that's a different kind of therapy (laughs) that therapy costs a lot of money (laughs) okay so if you actually don't know what a cowtail is um it is a candy i had no idea who it was or what it was until i met drew and he was like oh my gosh if they have i think i was going to the gas station one time he's like if they have cowtails there get them and i was like what in the heck is a cowtail Um, And then I tried it, and it is actually so good. Um, So shout out to Cowtail for still continuing to make those. They are incredibly hard to find, but I do know the local gas stations around here. Um, And even I have found some at the dollar, the 99 cent store, which really should be named the dollar 25 store now. But again, that's another topic. (laughs) Um, All right. So is there anything else you would like to add to anything? Want to give any shout outs? Just kidding. <laughs> nope. Right. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for joining me today. And uh, that will conclude this week's episode of the Nostalgic Therapy Podcast. So tune in next week and we'll see you there. Bye.